Hello, and welcome to the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Today, we have special guest Sarah Brown. Now to our host, Randy Jumper. I'd like to welcome Sarah Brown uh, to our Young Adult Conversations as we get started learning everything we can about young adults. And the best place to start that is with actual young adults. And so uh, today we're joined with Sarah Brown. Sarah, say hello to everybody. Tell us a little bit about you. Hi, my name is Sarah Brown. I am 20 years old. I am currently in my second year of Bible college. My major is church leadership, church ministries. Um, I'm working on my fast track to master's. So I will have a four plus one degree at the end of it all. And yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Cool. So you are college junior at this point. Is that what your status is? Right. Gotcha. So how old are you? 20. 20 years old. 20 years old and on a career track. Let me ask you a couple questions about young adults and in your life as a young adult right now. Um, We are often what I call victims of the moment. We always think our generation is going through the most whatever, whatever the most is. 2020, when we're recording this, has been a fascinating year because there is a victim of the moment in COVID. Uh, so aside from that, let's just scrape COVID off like it didn't happen. Um, do you look at your journey as a young woman, as a follower of Jesus, as someone being a Christian in your young adult years? Do you see it as difficult and challenging? And what are some of those challenges and why or why not do you consider it challenging? Well, I would say my journey is has been challenging, but I've been on both sides of a young woman, a Christian, and, you know, following the Lord and not really following the Lord. And although there are obvious things you take when you decide to follow Christ fully, I would say this side does have a lot of difficulties, but it's so much better than the opposite because at least you know you're on the right track and you're bettering yourself and the people around you and you're making an eternal impact versus the other side. It's really more of a feel good. It is very in the moment and I'm not really living for tomorrow. I'm living for today, which a lot of Christians say as well, but really are, we are always living for what is next and how we are going to impact the world. And is anyone going to remember my name? But when you start living for Christ, it's, Obviously, we want people to remember God's name and we want them to hear his name and know his glory, not our own. And that's just such a better outlook on life than it being so me focused. And that's that's something I've really experienced in 2020. So a lot of people listening to this would are people who are wanting to help other 20 somethings and young adults. Um, And either they aren't one themselves or they don't have a lot of contact and they're starting fresh. 
what would you, what kind of things, characteristics, qualities, what would you use to describe you and your friends, uh, the issues that you're facing, generally speaking, not just as a Christian, but just general, uh, what do you think your friends and you are working through the most right now? Definitely at the age where a lot of my friends feel like they have to be in a serious relationship. So if they're single or, you know, just now getting into the dating circle, they feel like they're playing catch up 24 seven. And that's a really dangerous place to be when you're trying to center yourself in purity and fast track your relationships and that's something a lot of females and males of friends of mine have really been struggling with. Um, career, uh, just it's college can be so frustrating. And so when you're getting yourself out of like, okay, I'm getting this degree. What am I going towards? Like, what is even the point of getting this degree? What am I going to do with it? No one will hire me with this or if they do am I even going to like this job like what's the point in working if I don't love what I do um so finding motivation to keep going in your academics I've I've heard a lot of people really fighting that um finances you're moving out of your parents house or you're not and your parents are just you know encouraging you to be independent you're going to start paying your car insurance you don't have a car you need to get a car um, a lot of those things are things we deal with that, you know, don't technically have to do with church, but definitely people my age are considering and working through right now. Do you think worry and anxiety are issues for your generation? Oh, absolutely. I feel like they're underlying issues for almost everything. How do you, how are your friends, how do you guys deal with that? I mean, are there, do you have, I mean, is I, in my generation, I would say, and I'm, you know, I'm 20 something years older than you, but not, but I'm not ancient of days, but we didn't talk about stuff like that. Like you, you just didn't, you didn't talk about that with your friends and you, if you were, so do you guys, are you open in those conversations? you how do you guys, how do you, you guys deal with this worry and anxiety? What are the typical sort of ways young adults interact? Um, well, they're, I feel like my generation is very open about what you're feeling, how you're feeling. It's almost a new form of communication. Like, hey, I'm anxious right now, or I'm really struggling with anxiety. Like, People almost wear it as like a t-shirt. And it's almost a connection point, which seems so crazy. Like, I was raised where you shouldn't make relationships off of hurt, like y'all have the same hurt for someone or something, or you you have the same struggle. And so this just seems like you want someone who's above you to help you constantly go up. But typically when I find someone who has the same worry about something, it's like an instant connection point. Like, oh my gosh, I'm really worried or anxious about this test coming up. Oh, me too. Really? What class are you taking? What year of school are you in? And it's immediately like the ball starts rolling. Um, dealing with it, I'm really not sure. That's something 
I know personally, I do privately. I don't really tell someone how I'm going to fix something. I just tell them that it's wrong, which is probably not the best thing. But I think there's a lot our generation could use when it comes to going beyond talking about it and starting talking about resolutions and solutions towards, oh, well, you're feeling all these things and you've expressed them to me multiple times, but what are you doing to change your circumstances and to change your situation or to better yourself? So to wrap up today's conversation, you are not only a young adult, but for the last several several years have been involved in young adult ministry, working to reach your peers and integrate them to the local church. Your family has uh, church backgrounds. You, you grew up in church. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a, a specifically about young adult ministry, not as much your growing up years, because a lot of people listening to this will be young adult leaders or people trying to work with young adults. How important has targeted specific ministry to you, to your age area, as well as the topics? How important has that been to your spiritual development? And um, how has it helped you in this, in your spiritual journey? So doing ministry with my peers Um, it's been super impactful for me because my perspective is not always right, nor is it always beneficial to me. I've found other people's perspectives so much more beneficial to myself. And you can't get those if you're not surrounding yourself with other people. And in the moment, it feels like, well, this is what I think is my first thought. This is what I need to go with. And then you get five other people's opinions and you're like, what in the world? I never would have thought about that. And when it comes to church and doing that, it's so much easier because reading scripture is, I mean, a basic principle of your faith. And you can read a scripture and you're like, what the heck am I supposed to get out of this? Like, I don't understand walk by faith, not by sight. What do you mean? Like, am I supposed to walk down the road blindfolded? Like that's not going to do anything for me. And then the three people in a group around me, like if you're doing a discussion, maybe like, wow, this is what I get out of that scripture. And you're like, how did they get that? That's not what I read at all. We're not even reading the same Bible. So that's super perspective is huge in doing ministry with the people your age and just being surrounded by those people. And I get it. It's super hard. I'm an introvert. So I would definitely choose to do ministry alone. I'm good to be by myself, but I would miss out on so much that the Lord speaks through other people my age and even people older than me. If I didn't put myself in groups and allow other people's insight to see to me and even things I say can relate to them and it doesn't seem like the words you say are very significant but they can be really impactful for other people and they may never let you know that but it's just the fact that it impacts them even if you don't know they'll always remember things you say and that's super important well thanks for taking some time out to speak to leaders across uh, the country who are working with young adults 
I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you spending this time and good luck on your future and everything that's going on. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks for listening in. Join us next time on the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. For more resources, check out yaministry.org.